plant-based meat makes up 1% of total meat sales. Plant-based seafood makes up 1% of plant-based meat. They're predicting that plant-based seafood will grow to be $1.3 billion within the decade. Welcome to the Ripples of Radical Generosity podcast by Coralis, a global community of women and non-binary people making real progress on the world's to-do list. Together, we're transforming the world to become more equitable and sustainable. Well, hello, this is Lauren Walsh, Venture Guide with Coralis, and I'm really excited to have with us today, Aki Kaltenbach, and she is the founder and CEO of Save to See. And I have had the pleasure of working with Aki for almost a year and close to a little bit more than a year now, and am really impressed with not only of the amazing products that she's created, but also the traction that she's gaining in terms of her uh, company. And so I'm going to turn things over to her and Aki, tell us about Save to Sea. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Lauren. So Save the Sea is a plant-based seafood company. We make products that are made from wholesome ingredients that are good for you and our planet. Uh, we have three products in retail, a smoked salmon made from carrots, a line extension of that. So uh, smoked salmon with Dylan caper and a tuna salad made from jackfruit. And they are delicious. <laughs> and we'll talk more about that later, but it is amazing how much they taste like smoked salmon and tuna salad. And uh, really exciting that we have alternatives that do not impact negatively the ocean and, and the environment. So we understand that you're in the process of raising 500K. This is a second raise. You were very successful in raising 400 recently, close to that. And we were very curious as to why you've just had a, uh, a significant raise and you're doing so again. And I, I'm sure that everyone would love to hear what opportunity do you have now? For sure. There are a couple things, reasons why we're doing this raise. So one, uh, we are getting ready to launch in the U.S. Mm -hmm. We kind of put together a, a launch plan and what that looks like will be a regional launch in the Pacific Northwest. And a lot of that is because, well, it's a similar demographic, but more pragmatically uh, from a shipping perspective, it's the closest uh, and so it allows us to dip our toe in the U.S. market to make sure that, you know, our product is uh, received as well there as it has been in Canada. So that's part of the reason for our raise. But the other exciting reason is we just took over our own facility and have plans to bring production in-house. So to date, we have been co-manufacturing. And to be honest, this, this opportunity sort of just fell into our lap. A space became available that was um, making another plant-based product. Uh, and they uh, asked us if we wanted to take over their lease. And so it was ready to go, really too good an opportunity to pass up. I think I always had plans to bring production in-house. I just didn't know it would happen so quickly. That's so exciting, serendipity. And I think it's great that you are willing to take the risk of moving on this opportunity. I mean, some other entrepreneurs might say, well, the timing isn't great. We've got to raise uh, capital for this but um, you saw it as a golden opportunity. What will it allow you to do? We're kind of thinking about 2023 coming up. And if you have your own manufacturing 
capabilities in Canada. What does that allow you to do from, from an expansion scaling perspective and also quality potentially? Yeah, I mean, quality for sure allows us to um, ensure our products meet our specifications. Not that, you know, our co-manufacturer, we have an excellent relationship with them and, and they put out a really great product, but mm-hmm. nobody is going to care about your product. Like our team is going to care about our product. It also gives us some more flexibility. You know, right now we have to be pretty uh, strict about who we can get product to just from a logistics perspective. You know, we can't send a couple packs out because it's just impossible when you're working with a third party mm-hmm. where it will allow us to, you know, do orders with a quicker turnaround time or odd orders. But the main benefit of bringing production in-house is the impact on our uh, cogs. Our margins increase by 10%. Oh, that's great. We bring production in-house and it will actually get us to cash flow positive a year faster hmm. than had we continued with co-manufacturing. And so that means we project will be cash flow positive by Q3 of 2023. That's great. So um, you're going to see the the uh, results on the business bottom line sooner than than most would for this level of investment. And that's um, that's really good news. What does a successful 2023 look like? For Save to See? Yeah, I think so. It looks like a launch in the US. In terms of metrics, it mm-hmm. would be number of retailers. Yeah. So by the end of our fiscal year 2023, we we want to be in 650 retailers. Okay. And most of that is Canada, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after we launch in the US, we want to be in 800 retailers. In total, 800? In total, yeah. Yeah. And where are you right now? How many retailers are you in currently? Uh, we're in about 400. Mm-hmm. And that includes Whole Foods in BC and Ontario. It includes Healthy Planet. It includes Fortino's. And uh, just this past month, it includes uh, Sobeys. We launched in 180 Sobeys locations, which includes their Safeway banner uh, across the country. So our first national retailer and our first major chain. Congratulations. That's a big win. And currently this is where we can find Save the Sea, right? Rather than digital sales or can we purchase through your website? No, we don't do D2C. That's what I thought. Okay. Retailers is your go-to-market strategy. So I'm going to just have fun as we as we close on this interview. And I'd love to hear what what is your vision, Aki, for for where we are, you know, in five to 10 years and, and when Save to See is hugely successful and, and a household name, what does that look like for us and the planet? Yeah. I mean, so we are creating a category, right? Mm-hmm. When you go to buy Save the Sea and we're most often merchandised in a refrigerated plant-based protein set. So you find us next to the Light Life and the Very Good Butchers and the Field Roast. You know, plant-based seafood is a white market space. I I love sharing this statistic. You know, plant-based meat makes up 1% of total meat sales, retail Mm -hmm. sales. Plant-based seafood makes up 1% of plant-based meat. So ask me what, like, what does it look like? They're predicting that plant-based seafood will grow to be $1.3 billion uh, within the decade. And I don't think it will take as long as it did for plant-based meat to get to 1% as it will for plant-based seafood, because we get to follow in their footsteps. You know, they've done a lot of the hard work. So, you know, I expect to see 
more options, more players, more market share of not not plant-based of seafood. I'd love to see it, as I mentioned, we're merchandised in the plant-based protein section. I want to be in the seafood section. So I'd love to see us merchandised uh, next to smoked salmon and next to tuna salad. I think that that's where a lot of the traffic is. We don't need to convert vegans. We need to, you know, we need to convert people who are looking to, you know, reduce their intake of animal proteins, you know, for whatever reasons, whether it's health or animal welfare. So that's, you know, it's a couple goals of mine. Well, that sounds like a, like a very inspiring vision um, for not only Save to See, but for, you know, for, for all of us to, you know, reduce our, our consumption of animal proteins and in the uh, process, hopefully allow the oceans to heal. So how can people get in touch with you? So in case that they would love to um, help you along the way in terms of your raise. Oh gosh. Um, So I, you know, I always encourage people to follow us on Insta Mm -hmm. uh, at Save to See. Uh, lots of, you know, inspirational recipes and, you know, facts about helping our oceans recover. Mm-hmm. Oh, an email. Hello at save the sea.com is always, that's my email. I respond to that. So excellent. Great. And you usually have a close date. So do you have, do you have a close date that, you know, for those that, that um, just want to make sure that they get in on this opportunity and understand when you're going to say uh, you're going to wrap it up Yeah, before the end of the year, before the end of the year. Okay. Excellent. So Aki, as a final question, just wanted to make sure that I asked you about what the Coralist community could do for Save to See, even if they were not in a position to fund um, your your company and venture. What comes to mind? What can they do? Honestly, the, the most, the valuable thing that uh, anyone can do is go out and buy our product if they haven't already or, or, or continue to buy it if they already do. You know, we have a, a savethesea.com. We have a stockist list. So you can, you know, input your postal code to find the closest store and moving product. That's, that's what is the most helpful. And if they've tried the product, but they're going into a new store retail, I would think plus in Canada and the U.S. and maybe they don't see you on the shelf, they could ask. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, or if it's uh, or if the shelf is empty, mm-hmm. uh, when they'll get more in because you know buyers are they have they have a lot of products that they look after, and so kind of sometimes just need a reminder uh, to reorder. And there's nothing more powerful than a consumer making the request. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so let's let's make sure that Save to See and your two products, your smoked salmon and your tuna salad, are top of mind for all of the community. Excellent. We'll have to have a virtual tasting (laughs) as our next steps. Great to connect with you, Aki, and uh, congratulations on all the the momentum. And uh, we're really excited for you. And also, I can remember last year, you were talking about launching your new uh, tuna product, and there it is on the shelves um, (laughs) in thousand stores. So really excited. Yeah, thank you. And thanks to, you know, you, Lauren, and your mentorship throughout um, the, this past year uh, in the Coralist community. It, um, it's the gift that keeps on giving. And I only hope that I can contribute in some way as much as I've, I've received. Oh, it's, it's there. It's definitely reciprocal. Thank you for listening to the Ripples of Radical Generosity podcast. 
Let us know what you thought of the episode and share this podcast with your friends. We invite you to join a global community of radically generous women and non-binary folks at www.coralist.world.